Hello, hello, and welcome to Gamers Lounge episode 159. I uh, am on the constant hunt to remove our listeners and make them people that actually sit on the microphone. So uh, I'm joined today by... Hi there, everyone. My name's Derek. I'm a gamer down in Northern Virginia, joining uh, our wonderful host tonight. Uh, I, I'm, wow, so... It's technically morning. We, we just like like you're really into this like media persona thing. Apparently, I've never. Well, I I did record once for a podcast, but then I never got around to publishing it. So oh, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Real productive there. So so tonight, this evening, gamer in Virginia, like the long walks on the beach. Oh, wine at wineries. Ha- yeah, if I don't have long walks. <laughs> On the beach and in the mountains with my oh, wine in hand, there then we go. I'm, I'm out of place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so you, um, God, you recently moved, kind of recently moved from Jersey. Yeah. Jersey. Joy, I'm from the Jersey. You yeah, talk like this, water. Which, which exit next to which mall, right? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, sorry, well, mall. N- yeah, next to, <laughs> next to the Cherry Hill Mall, uh, the first mall ever in America. Thank you very much. And the best. Are you serious? Yeah, it really is. It's the first, first mall. First mall in America? And in the world. Really? Yeah, it's the first, first mall in America. Is where you can have a mall before America, right? It's America. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, it's Wow. Really, yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> a little bit of history for you. There you go. I was going with the marker first uh, oh, yeah. well, approach you know, there. Hometown was actually also uh, temporarily the capital of New Jersey, too. Um, the Constitution okay. was signed there. Yep, and there now you you've left to come down here. <laughs> yeah, I've now come to Leesburg, <laughs> to Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, we had a little event recently because I just can't help myself coordinating events. You did, and uh, you, you and your lovely wife were both out. Yep. And this that, that way, so if she listens, yeah, now she won't come at we me don't with the buy, Right. We don't buy games. Right. right. We don't spend my everything's free. Yep. Gaming is free. Yeah. Never and, costs uh, a dime. Right. <laughs> Now I won't have to worry about the fire iron yeah, being seared into my. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, there's a game out there called Viticulture by Stonemaier Games. Everybody knows how much, uh, especially the Gamers Lounge. I love Stonemaier Games. Yeah. Uh, that said, it uh, I, f- I I had this brilliant idea, probably over a glass of wine at the vineyard. Um, I am a member of. Um, that sounds so weird. I'm a member of a, a winery of a winery. Mm. I, you know what? There's members of stranger things out there. I promise you. Yeah. It's, um, so this winery does, uh, does a club cork club. A lot of places call and stuff. His is just VIPs. Mm. Um, I've been pulled into that group and in being out at one of the events, I was like, Hey, how, I, how, how funny would it be to do viticulture? At the vineyard, because it actually is a full-blown vineyard plus tasting room and everything else. It does. And it took a couple Mm. months to pull together because... um, I'm partly to blame. Yes, you are, actually. I I, I kept being like, yeah, I'm... Oh, no, wait, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, not just that. I mean, come on. We finally picked one date, and then my wife was like, oh. It wasn't even my wife. Like, my mother-in-law's doctors were like, oh, and in... You know, eight yeah. days you'll you need to come in for hip surgery. Yeah. Oh, thanks for the thanks for the planning heads up. there. Yeah, real good um, planning, guys. <laughs> you have a whole system for this. So, this is the best but, you could do. But we finally got out <laughs> to do it. So November, mm-hmm. right? We're going into fall. 
Mm-hmm. And we roll up to a vineyard with uh, nine of us. Fall foliage included. If that was that, come on, tell me that wasn't. Oh no, it pretty was pretty fantastic. It, 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 being in the middle of the mountains in a vineyard at like a nice old historic-looking rustic house is is the way to go. Okay, so so we'll talk about that. So so the event was viticulture at the vineyard, and I wanted to talk about it one because I thought it went really well. I want to get your feedback. You can tell me how well or or mm. poorly it went. Um, I think I know the answers, but you know. Um, on top of that, though, this is the type of thing. That the listener, it's pretty easy to organize this type of thing. Oh, for sure. Right? Um, now, you do have to do a little bit of work, and I'll talk about what it took talking to the owner of the vineyard and everything. But but this is the, this is the type of thing, I think, from a gaming standpoint, a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. they 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 think it's either way too complicated to coordinate or you know X Y Z, and this is something that's really simple. We all had a great day. Everybody yeah. was out. Like, almost guarantee we're going to do this again. Oh yeah, I I hope we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm already planning for the next one. So, so the basics were this. We're in Northern Virginia. There's wineries. Uh, it was about an a hour away from our houses. Yeah, right? this one's about an hour away. Uh, we're in the wine region. Uh, but you could do this at a brewery or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. They had a fireplace room inside of the inside of the <laughs> villa. Um, now, this this winery in particular, a uh, small part of the vineyard is is right outside of the, where the tasting room is. The tasting room is a restored building that was restored into what looks like an Italian villa. Yeah. Wait, is that yeah. fair? Yeah, I think an Italian villa, something along those lines. Kind of up on a hill. Yeah. So you're out in right right down the road from Shenandoah in the Shenandoah yeah. Mountains. Yeah. Right. It can't get more scenic. No, it was uh, it was good, uh, and there are some pictures online of people want to go. Uh, actually, I don't know. They might actually have to be linked to me, so there may not be pictures online. But well, we can we can find pictures we, we if can people find want pictures. them. I'm sure I've got yeah. pictures. Um. So, I went out and I picked up a copy of Viticulture. Viticulture plays up to six. I then realized there'd be more than six of us, so I bought a second copy of Viticulture because I'm that type of guy. Indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> but this is something you could spread around among your group. Um, and then Viticulture was good because, for anybody who doesn't know what the name Viticulture stands for, it is literally winemaking. Uh, well, I don't know if that's the actual translation, but it is. It is. This entire game is about yeah. ma- growing grapes, making wine, selling wine. Yep. At a winery. Yep. It's 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 everything winey. Now, when I sat down with the owner, I had said, "Hey, you know, you have some room. I'd prefer to be inside because one, gamers, two, games, mm. right? Three might be cold. Well, I, <laughs> we originally we had planned this for August." Oh, right, true. August, September, yeah, right, so it was right, going right. to be much warmer. So it wasn't going to be cold. But I think I'd want to, even if this was in the middle of summer, I would have wanted to be inside. Yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, and, well, if it's middle of summer, yeah, because I'm going to sit there and melt. Right. Um, but if it's like earlier in the fall, it might be fine outside, as long as it's not windy. And the wind is what I'm worried about. It was easy enough, so this this villa has a, a pretty big deck. Uh, you and Luna walked Oh, yeah, on. the deck's nice. I mean, it, yeah, it's great. It's, so they have a pretty big deck. He was doing another event out there. Yeah. But even when he doesn't do an event, the tables are good, but they're sort of the the gridded 
Yeah. Right. Not, not the best necessarily if you're putting a board game on. Right. I mean, pieces could fall through. It's don't really want that. I'd rather yeah. keep all that inside. No, I agree. And it was easy enough just to walk outside for pictures and oh, yeah. to walk around during a the break or whatnot. Yeah. Now, when I went to him, I asked for that room, the fireplace room, which is set aside off of what he does, what he calls his cellar tasting, which is his more expensive sort of upscale, better wines. Oh, okay. And then I had asked him, you know, what I am going to, you know, is it okay if we come here? We're probably going to take up a couple of hours, but everybody that comes, I'm aiming for, you know, more than six. I'm aiming for somewhere between eight and 12 people. Uh, everybody that comes is going to do a tasting. I know you're smiling because everybody did not do a tasting, but that's beside the point. Um, and he and he actually was very he was very okay with that because that's what he's trying to get people in to do anyways. He figures if he has people to come in and do tastings, that's how a winery runs. That's how they sell their wine. Everybody's happy. Yep, and you get plus the bonus side. If you get people sitting around long enough, they're going to buy actual whole bottles and drink them there. Funny, funny how that works. And, and food, <laughs> which food. It, which is I hear has good returns. Yeah. Now the other side is what I did do is I went out to Wegmans <coughs> and picked up you know uh, flat of prosciutto, uh, flat of cheese. I might have eaten half of it and some crackers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but people did buy sandwiches and whatnot from him. Oh yeah, I know we did, and yeah. everyone. I think most people bought food there. So. So let's talk. Give me your feedback on the day. Like, what were your thoughts when you when you when I first told you about this? Like, walk me through the whole journey. Yeah. Right. So for me, um, one, it, um, me and my wife and I, we always go to. We love going to vineyards uh, and love going for wine tasting. So that wasn't the hard sell at all. Um, <laughs> not at all. Uh, as well as the the hardest sell might just have been like that. It was like about an hour away. Um, and we had just gotten done a lot of traveling, but no, that was it. Being out there in Shenandoah, it's so scenic that it's worth, especially in the fall, it's worth the ride. And your wife is not what I would say is not a heavy gamer. Oh, no, she but is not she a heavy was still gamer. willing to jump in. Yep. And she's someone, so to give you a little background, my wife, uh, she's not your typical gamer of any sorts. But if you teach her a board game and she like learns it, she'll get into it. I mean, she's played Ascension. She's played plenty of oh, other. Wow, okay. Yeah, I mean, she, she. I taught the, my family and her Ascension, and she loves Ascension. She thinks it's funny building different decks and just uh, running over people in that game. So now, I hope I hope you don't get in trouble here. But uh, I did find it interesting a little tidbit you dropped to me. Mm. And just just don't let her listen. Oh yeah, this is well I, I'll, just, I'll cover her ears. <laughs> <laughs> so so I heard the rumor that she uh, had not planned to spend the whole day. She had planned to show up, kind of make an appearance, yeah. and then slip out. And you guys were among the last to leave. Like she oh, yeah. she seemed to get into the game. She seemed to get into. Uh, oh, that's the thing. She she doesn't think she's gonna have a good time. I think with board games or however and then she starts playing and she's like oh this is fun <laughs> and she loves it if she can win um especially if she ever beats me in any other games she's like yeah i'll beat you you're the gamer i beat you <laughs> it's like all right all right all right congratulations you've got it she's gonna learn how to lose gracefully <clears throat> and... oh she has <laughs> but for being the better half she'll just be like oh well if you win i win too because we're a pair right nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. she's got it well played wow so that means since Julie won at your table, 
I won both camps. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. I know. I, That's how I it never works. win. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, so, okay, so you said you guys do wineries and stuff, so that wasn't yeah. the hard sell. Nope. Uh, drove an hour out there. Yeah. Like, as you showed up, what'd you think of? Oh uh, well, the best part is the so crazy the ro- corner. <laughs> yeah, the-, the crazy corner. The, the couple <laughs> roads getting up to this winery are not for the low riding cars. So do like I wouldn't. She has a, a coupe, and <laughs> sorry, and it's it's it would have just bottomed out. I, I'm not even sure it could have gotten up to the winery. I think it's hilarious. I, so I haven't heard a lot of people bottoming out, but that said, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh yeah, God, is that so? Let me see. It's not 90 degrees. What's uh? It's like 270. It's, right? it's, it's like a 270 it's, degree yeah, turn up on well, the no, train no, tracks. 180 degree turn. Oh, yeah. No, well, right. 180 would be okay, so it's a like complete 100, reversal. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 170. Sorry. Yeah, like, like 165 degree turn. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, you, you are doing a hook yeah. like back. And at that point of the hook, it's that's where you turn up the hill. Yeah. So no, exactly. you're flat, and it, it, as you turn right, you're going up a hill over train tracks. Yep, over train tracks. Yeah, <laughs> and don't forget the over train tracks. And then after you've conquered that, you're going up and, this and it's stone. probably like a 20, 25 degree grade going. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's a somewhat it's, steep. Oh, it's steep. It is at least 25. I'd say it's at least 33 or 35. Um, and then you're going up a gravel road right. after that that has like ditches in the side of it that <laughs> let me play this well, way but that's the vineyard now you're in the vineyard well right and now you're really in the mountain country right um which is fine for my outback that handles it just swimmingly um but and my cadillac handled it just fine too so to, to I be heard fair otherwise <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no so the, the game like i knew nothing about the game um so we played the culture yeah yeah what did you uh was it? See, here's here's a really weird thing about picking a game yeah. for this type of thing, and it's funny because I chatted with a couple of the more hardcore gamers afterwards. Yeah, and uh, there's a couple of wine games out there. There's Viticulture. There's okay. another one called Vinos. Uh, okay. Um, Vinos, my understanding is, is actually heavier. Oh. Right. Viticulture is. Uh, I won't say it's light, but it's certainly. It's. I would say it's about a midweight Euro game. Yeah. Um. But then, of course, talking with a couple of the other other people that were there, they were like, oh, we could do this again. We could bring another game. Like, you know, we could probably bring it. And they started naming off, like, some of these other you know, really heavy. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I just, I don't know if a heavy game for an afternoon at the drinking. vineyard while yeah. everybody's drinking and a lot of people are learning the game is the right idea. I don't think you can go too light. Yeah, no, for sure. You want something that's going to engage people. Yeah. But, and Viticulture felt like that. It was, if anyone who's familiar with Ascension or sort of like those deck building or engine building type board games, that's what Viticulture reminded me of. But it, the nice thing about it is it didn't seem to have any inherent power like there's not a single way where it's like you automatically win in that game no there's a ton of ways right there's a ton of ways to win and even when it looks like someone's going to be ahead at the start that can quickly switch and turn around um there's a lot of gameplay up until the end and i'd say really like with our game when it ended we were all like if we couldn't get the 20 uh points that turn which is 20 is when the game ends 
uh, for the listener. But the next turn, we would have all, all of us would have been there within like a point or two of twenty. So oh, really? and, and, okay. and we're all well. Sorry, two of us were new players, uh, and so I think uh, so. Yeah. So you had four at your table. We had right. five at, at mine. So we split between two tables. My wife and I actually split, which. We'll come back to that. There's, there's, I had some ideas about how I want to run things. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so at your table, it was Josh who's, who's played. Yeah. This was his second game, but okay. Josh gets games. Like yeah. he's a, oh, he's definitely. a gamer and gets yeah. it. Uh, there was my wife who's actually played, I don't know, three, four times. Yeah. Uh, possibly more because she and I play. This yeah. is a game that we play. Um, and amusingly, we picked this up. Mm hmm. For this event. Nice. Like, we had not played this. I knew it was a Stonemaier game. I knew I would eventually pick it up. We had not picked this game up before we started planning this event in the summer. There you go. So, um, yeah. another hint for the for the listener. Yeah. Planning these types of events gives you a, an excuse. I now have two copies of this game in the house. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right? And when I got the second copy, my wife is like, why do we need two copies? I'm like, well, actually, the other one's going to the uh, gaming library for the Spring Flight. Oh, there you Ha-ha! go. Well played, Sarah. Well played. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, it's so it's a it's a middleweight game. I think we might have reviewed it. If we haven't reviewed it, I'll come back and do a game review. Yeah, the game sounds. Would you agree? Like, if I were to lay out everything you can do in the yeah in the over the turn, it sounds really complicated, right? It sounds complicated and daunting. But it's really one of those games where it's like, all right, have someone play through like a turn yeah. once. And like the full like four seasons in the game, and then you'll be like, oh, okay, I got it. Like right, because really, you're they, really not doing that much. You're placing no. some workers. You got to remember to hold some workers for winter. Right. And well, and I think like the real the the depth part is knowing, sort of at the beginning, picking a strategy of how you sort of want to get points, and that kind of depends on like the cards you get and all of that. And again. It's one of those things where it's like play for like two to four turns. Right. You know, the first game, like, don't worry about like trying to win. Just learn, understand what you're trying to do, and you'll pick it up quick enough. And I would say this if you're planning to go out and play at a winery or something like that, don't worry about winning. That, yeah, that is not I, you, like the whole point of this is not fun. right. You're, you, this is a relaxing afternoon. This is the activity you're doing in conjunction, right? Yeah. So we, um, we set up. Uh, got the games out on two tables. Everybody got showed up, so we ended up with our nine people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were expecting ten, but it ended up being nine because of last-minute uh, changes, which, you know, happens. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I had aimed for, and, and I, I want your feedback on this, I thought it came through. I thought it worked out well. Mm. When I was inviting people to come out, I was inviting friends. I was inviting people that I want to spend time with and all of that. But I'm also trying to look at it from a coordination standpoint. In my initial, when I, right, it, it wasn't the ultimate list, and I do recommend going through these steps. My initial goal was to have it all be couples. Mm. So when I put together the people I was going to invite and started doing the planning, it was all based around couples. And then once I knew we had a good group of couples, I then extended out to other friends who are not in relationships. You know, mm-hmm. single single guys, single gals. In this case, all guys. Yeah. But single people who fit into that group of couples. Yeah. That was going to be out. 
Yeah, I, I think that worked a lot. I having couples coming along. So I feel like going to wineries is something you hear either close groups of friends go do or yeah. couples go do. It, it's very much a, who do you see when you go to a winery? There are couples or you've got like three to four close friends who go. Right. So I think it's easy to like get those types of people to go and show up at a winery as well because they are that's what they like to do. It also made it a I th- I my thinking was not only is this like I used to do wineries when I was dating and single. Right. right? My wife and I our third date was to a winery. Yeah. Actually, right across the valley from where we were this time, amusingly. Nice. Uh, nice. But I mean, part of my goal there was this is something you're going to go out and hang out for an afternoon. There's a lot. It's not hardcore gaming. No. Right. We're not getting together to sit and game. We're no. getting together to sort of socialize and stuff. The game is the centerpiece. It's the anchor. Yeah. But it's really about that socialization. It's a good chance for lots of couples to get out. I would imagine if you had a large group of singles and it was a good mix, mm-hmm. go ahead and bring a bunch of singles out. But having everybody out there as couples, I I just felt like it made the synergy a bit better. Yeah, I, I think it's good for the synergy. And then, I mean, the way we did it, it we started off and like a couple turns in, do like a halftime yeah. and do the wine tasting. So I was going to get to that. So we played... One of our tables played two turns. One of our tables played one turn. And the one with more new players, <laughs> I think. No, oh, actually. No. Wait, so, how many so new players my were table, at your table? I was the only one that had oh. played before. Wow, there you go. <laughs> I guess we're just slow. My bad. So I. What's funny is so we were. Um, as I'm sitting there, my wife turns to me. She's like, "Hey, so do you think we're gonna t- we should take a break soon?" And Derek is sort of looking at me, and his wife and and I, Josh had gotten up to go get a bottle of wine. Yeah, already. He, he's already gone. Right? So Derek's looking at me. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." And I was like, "Yeah, soon." Uh, where are you guys? My wife's like, "Oh, we just finished turn one. You guys are on uh, almost done with turn one." And I'm like, "Um." <laughs> we finished. Sure, turn two. we finished turn one. We're almost done with turn two, headed <laughs> into turn three. But let us stop there. Um, but yeah, so we did that. We took a break, got up, went up, and did the tasting. Um, in this case, it was well. Anybody who did the full tasting would have been four, five, thirteen wines. Yeah, I think you said it was like right? thirteen or there was, sixteen. Yeah, they did. They did the base. Uh, they did a sweet. Right. And then there's the cellar, which is the the heavier reds. Right. And then, um, and this is one of the, this is not critical, but this was a nice thing that I was able to leverage on. Yeah. Because I'm in the the VIP group there, I was, I knew about some wines that aren't normally on the tasting menu. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was talking to the owner who was there and I'm like, hey, wink wink nudge nudge what yeah, you do they, for us yeah. and they actually for us they put one of the one of the not typical wines one of the VIP wines yeah limited release wines on the menu and that's the one you actually got to taste like yeah. you, you were in a situation where you weren't able to do the tasting right but, but I could try that one you I did that one. one what did you think of the uh, what did you think of the staff the staff is the name of this wine yeah I, I, I've tried quite a few wines from <laughs> actually to sound a little Whatever. Snooty. Oh, snooty. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've tried quite a few wines from all over the world uh, in those vineyards at those places, and this was one of the best I've had. 
it's it's pretty good right yeah it'll knock you off your feet i'm excited actually for the apple ice wine which i didn't get to try but everyone and i'm not a sweet wine person right um but everybody was raving about everyone was raving i was like all right well i guess i'm picking up the bottle (laughs) um so that when i'm able to i'm gonna try that yeah, the staff is uh the staff being his new wine is it's I, I have multiple bottles of it. It's it's yeah, really it. good. It's impressive. So um, and you will like the ice wine. Yeah, it's, um, it's wow. Yeah, I'm, ex- um, I'm excited. So yeah, so we took the break. We did the wine tasting. Uh, the wine tasting I thought went went well. Yeah. Uh, then we sort of reconvened back at the tables, and then a couple of people. You know, we, we got the food before we did the tasting. Yeah. People showed back up with glasses of wine. Mm-hmm. Everybody was happy. I mean, you got to remember, at a taster of wine, at the proper size of a tasting, Yeah. Um, what is it? It's like an eighth of a glass of wine. So you're talking about, yeah. you know, 13 wines was like a glass and a half. Yep. At this winery's tasting, it's like, that was like three glasses of wine. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I noticed. I was like, man, those are some big samplers. That's amazing. Like, yeah, they uh, they are they do a good tasting. It's yeah. uh, you can tell why I like this winery so much. <laughs> it's worth the drive. So, um, so then we came back and we finished up the game. Yeah, we actually had people like there was one couple. Who came in where the wife was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you're playing, there's a game about winemaking and you're doing it at a vineyard? And we were like, Why, yes, we are. Yes. Um, And she, I think, thought she could buy it there. Yeah, she was like, Can I buy it here? And we're like, No. But then she's like, Come on, can I take a picture of the box and all that? Or her husband did. Yeah, no, it was, he, I, you know, if we had just started, I would have said, hey, do you want to come out. play? Yeah. Um, I felt sort of bad because they, they seem to enjoy themselves. But it was definitely like one of those things where I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but there's a lot of couples out there who get to like, you know, 10, 15 years in or whatever, and they're looking for something to do. Yeah. And the, the irony, too, is, you know, board games are that great sort of unifier um oh, to they bring really are. when there is we just uh, my wife and i just watched this movie um uh, what was it it was on i think it was on netflix or something um but it's about board game night and oh. I'll, I'll have to ask oh, her oh is it the one where there's like a murder <laughs> yeah, and... yeah 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 i'll ask her the name of it um but it it's a group of friends playing board games but it's one of those things where i think we've a, a lot of people have forgotten about playing board games, even simple things like charades. And it's like, you know, these can be a lot of fun if you find the right group. In the right game. Now, I will say this. So I just started I just started a new job, a much larger company. And uh, it's a tech company. And to see the change, not only in acceptability, but where the industry has come with games, like it makes it really hard. And I think any, the listener's going to know this, right? Yeah. How often are you out business dinner or just out with friends or whatever? And something will come up and it's like, oh, hey, Derek, you play board games. Like I get this all the time. Oh, Bill, you play board games. What kind of games do you play? And I'm like, um, right. And I have to now stop. I can't just go board games. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. On either side, right? I have to be like, what is your understanding of board games? Like when I say board games to you, name to me the top three games 
that come off your head or the top three games you played recently. Because there's the classic person. Well, when I was a teenager, I played Monopoly. Okay. Uh, or cool. Life. Uh, or Life or Parcheesi Risk. or Sorry, right? Then there's the people who are like, well, I know there's some games out there like uh, Sushi Go and uh, Catan and, you know, that, that train game, Ticket, yeah, you know, yeah. ticket to Ride. Yeah, They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the people who are like, well, I play Castle of Burgundy and, uh, you know, TI4. Yeah. Have you played TI3 or TI4? And what? Do you, and it's like, oh, yeah. Those are my people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so Viticulture was cool because those people, I think, kind of rolled out and they, they were, it just blew their mind. One, that there's. Like they were clearly in the, either they were in the the Catan camp, but I suspect they were in the Parcheesi camp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <coughs> well, and so were because now yeah. they're like, yeah, oh, this whole new world exists. It's a whole new <laughs> world. <laughs> Ooh, but, we got music, Derek, the music man. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it, it definitely. Oh, by the way, for the listener, it the movie was called Game Night. Game Night. Um, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, it's, there are board games that are great that don't take a ton of time to learn and pick up and have some depth and can be good. Now we played a game about winemaking and selling at a vineyard. How important do you think that having the wine theme tied to the vineyard is? I... Part of me wants to say it's very, very important, and part of me says it's like moderately important. I think if you are starting, if you want to try and get a group together that like regularly does something, I think having a fun thematic board game like that at the first or couple times is the way to go to sort of get everyone into it. Yeah. And then I think if that group gels well and has a good synergy, then you can say like, hey, next time you guys want to try this board game or that board game. And maybe introduce other ones. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm I really not. stuck on this too, and that's why I'm making the face I am. I'm, I'm really yeah. stuck on this too because, on the one hand, I almost see it this way: like this was a good catch. Yeah. Right. This is viticulture at the vineyard. It's a great name. It's great alliteration. It's, yeah. You know, the idea that you're playing a winemaking game. Like even the owner came out at one point and he's like, oh yeah, I have seen viticulture. In fact, he turned to his staff. He's like, we need to get this game because the staff should be playing this. Right. I mean, yeah, there's no. just so much connection there. Yeah. You're, you're in, in even being a Euro game, which tend to be lighter on theme, there's enough theme. I mean, yeah, you're moving beads for aging your grapes and your wine. Yeah. But I mean, but outside yeah, of that, simple. right? You, we yeah. were able to make you know, ooh, we're gonna plant, we're gonna plant some Cabernet. Oh, I'm planting yeah. some Syrah, right? Exactly. Um, and having those discussions, I don't know, it just made it a little cooler that we're having those discussions at a vineyard. vineyard where. Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things too. It's funny, you know. I think Ticket to Ride might be a bit too complicated. But, really? Oh, I see well, that as such an easy game. Well, I do too, but I think some people might. But it'd be one of those a game like that, or is it like train to ride at the train station? <laughs> right. No, but like there's. Um, I mean, I used to go up to or out to Strasburg, Pennsylvania, oh. and ride the steam trains out there all the time. But I think you could definitely go up to. Um, I think it's like Steamtown, Pennsylvania, or something like that. Wherever, where there's like you know the two or three hour long train rides, and you could definitely there are like tables there big enough where you right. could play. 
you know, a game based around trains. See, or whatever. and that would be fun. Go and play it, a train game on the train. Right, exactly. Right. I think doing those types of themed games in like the you know appropriate locale would be fun. Yeah, you know, get it gives you an excuse to go do. It's like, right. well, let's go. Right, giving you an excuse to go, go ride, ride a train. Right. So like, what are we going to do on wine, the train? It's right? like, well, you know. We can drink whatever we want on the train, but let's we can play this board game and have fun. And if it's you know the fall or whatever, you know, enjoy the scenery. And that's where I kind of I, I think the th- the theme coinciding with the event is really good to keep it an event. Yes. And then the other nice thing is if you reach outside of your immediate, do this with your immediate friends and immediate social circle, absolutely. Yeah. But if you reach a little bit outside, that's how you start to build a wider circle. And then when you want to play those other games, get together at the house on a weekend, get together. Right. But it starts to, you and I have game together. Yeah. You've met my wife because you swung by once, right? This is, I met your wife at a dinner, but this was the first time we actually got to socially sort of do things together. Right. And those types of things, you know, I'm not even sure if you had ever met Convy before and his wife. No. Um, right. Yeah. And so when we look at things like that, it was, it's good to be sort of in the central point and start to bring together multiple, oh, yeah. multiple people. I agree. Um, nobody had accidents on the way out of there. Nobody got stopped for DUI that I'm <laughs> yeah. aware of. Not that I know. Of. <laughs> so, uh, the end of the day ended up quick. The game, you know, viticulture packs up nicely. Yeah. And, uh, I will say this, the, the owner of the vineyard was incredibly happy to have us there. Yeah. Uh, it was a very successful day that he felt. Right. Oh, that's um, good. We had picked a slower day. Yeah. So this, he knew he was going to get, right. you know, a handful of tastings. Yeah. And I think we all, well, you're saying it, right? Yeah. You had fun and you would come back. Your wife would go do yeah, something like I mean, this again. Yeah. You wouldn't have to twist our arms to come back. Yeah. It, it, it was a good day. And it's one of those things where... People always feel like, I feel like people have it in their heads that they have to do, I don't know, like over the top things to have like a good day or like to go for events, but it's simple and it's not that difficult to set up. And And from an organizer standpoint, I did the prep on the front end. I put together, it so pains me that Facebook is so good at this. I know. Somebody please create another platform that does event like like casual event coordination, yeah, or even larger event coordination as good as Facebook does, so that I don't have to be on Facebook anymore. Well, that, I, but then yeah. everybody has to right. Everybody yeah. has to be on the platform. Yeah, I know. That, I mean, that's <laughs> and people are like, I I, I don't want to use Facebook, but like because of the messaging and events yeah. and stuff like that, it's like that's what I use you it have for. To. It, it's like a Suedo calendar. Right. So, but I mean, but that's so I I created a quick event on Facebook. Invited a bunch of people. That was an easy way to coordinate who's going to show up and yeah. in mass message. Yep. Um, you know, there's a there's a couple of people I texted that you know weren't able to make it this time, but for the most part, everybody knew. Um, I talked to the owner of the vineyard, uh, or talked to the manager, or whoever. And really, you want a space where you're not going to lose game pieces under tables, under decks, or in the grass. Yeah, that's something you do need to keep right? in mind. Yeah. yeah. But after that, the coordination was really simple. We showed up a half an hour beforehand so that we were there when people were coming in so that anything that might be missed isn't missed. A good example, we came walking in and I'm like, hey, we're with the group that's going to be. And the people doing the tasting were like, 
uh, who? <laughs> what group? We were like, oh. oh, where's the owner? Okay. So, yeah. you know, they 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 worked with us. They, everything was accommodating. But yeah. the actual people working on the day, he hadn't shared with them yet that right. we were going to be coming in. Uh, but, yeah, coordinating was really easy. And then I still got to sit down and play. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was running around hosting and everything else. Yeah. Like, do your thing. Yeah. Well, and that's a nice thing when it's an event somewhere like a winery. You don't need to worry about preparing food, per se. Right. I mean, obviously, you guys brought some stuff. But, you know, the winery provides it. People can go buy it. So that's the other thing. It's one of the things I learned in between uh, while I was setting this up. So work with your venue to know how they handle things. Yeah, for sure. Um, in this case, like initially I was going to do a private tasting down in the room with us. That's a little bit more because they actually bring staff in to dedicate to us. Got it. And as I was talking to the owner, he was like, Sundays are the slow day. Mm-hmm. If you guys just come in and use the tables, we'll open that room for you and mm-hmm. then have everybody come up and do a regular tasting. So uh, so it was on us to all get up, but I think getting up and going to do the tasting was kind of fun anyways. I, I th- yeah, I agree. And I also think, it, you know, I would not want to drink wine near – like I wouldn't want to be trying multiple wines next to the board games. Next to the board game. Like and obviously people, you know, had drinks back afterward the tasting, but um, it's probably just better to – The one place it. where it gets a little tricky, let's say, let's say next time I – put something like this together and we have 20, 20 people. We can get 20 people in that room, four people do a game. Now we're doing the tasting down in that room. Right? Yes. We ten, now you will. Now it, you will. Eight, you can't eight to 10 the people the bar are filling the bar. Yeah. 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 Now you'll, you'll, yeah, for sure. Then you'll need to do the tasting in the room. But if you've got that kind of volume for people, then it'll work out. Yeah. I mean, the, it'll be worth it also to the venue. And this is, like I say, work with the venue because one of the things I ran into is initially I put out, and this is why we ended up bringing food as well. Initially I put out and I'm like, this is what it's going to cost for the tasting. Right. And there was a couple of people that's initial response was, ooh, that's right. really expensive. This time I just went with, all I ask is that you do a tasting. Yeah. Because that's what they're getting out of it. But like, they're not charging us for the space or anything else. Right. Do a tasting because. That helps their business. That's right. why they want us here. Yep. But people, there were $8 tastings. There was a $15 tasting. Yeah. Now, all in, I think everybody spent more than 50 bucks on the day. Oh, yeah. Right? But, yeah, I know because I bought that. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> almost everybody wine. bought at least a bottle, if not multiple bottles of wine. Yeah. And, well, and that's the thing. It's like venues. At most of these wineries are small businesses right. still. Uh, and... Getting in, word of mouth is, especially when it comes to alcohol, word of mouth is really, I still think, your best advertiser. I don't think I shared this with you guys. So he isn't in distribution at all. What? He is, those wines are not in distribution at all. In fact, you can order the wines from him, and there's like three restaurants only in Northern Virginia that have his wine. One of them's in Leesburg, by the way. But he, like... It is all so for this winery in particular. It is all small batches. Hmm. His cases sold direct. Wow! Well, there you go. So small business. When, yeah, I mean exactly. I mean he's he is a small business, but he it's also now think about how much you like those wines. Yeah. <laughs> Set one aside. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and that's the thing. It's like you know. Uh, 
with wineries like that. I mean, and there's pl uh, plenty of other wineries right. are like that as well. Uh, you know, this is this is a way for them to get more business, and this is how they get their name out there. And I think in this case it worked. So yeah. he was happy to work with us, and we all had a really good time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So. Oh, and I know, like when I bring these wines up, you know, for Thanksgiving. And, you know, my parents have them, like, they're going to be like, whoa, like, we want more of right. this. And it's going to be like, well, it's down here. And it's like, <laughs> here's the web page and here's the, uh, yeah. here's the directions. Right, exactly. But it, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, you know, it's difficult for small businesses to find at times the best venue for advertising and word of mouth, when, especially when it comes to food and wine and drink is, I still think, the most convincing because if you trust someone yeah. like and you you get to taste it and they bring it to you and you trust their taste and you're gonna be like oh you know like i trust their taste so you're gonna go follow through so uh be prepared yep. listener to explain what board gaming is and what you're going to be doing <laughs> um Good i also would recommend uh, like I, I know we i, I know we have people that do uh, miniature games. You and I both played miniature games. Yeah. So this is not really the venue for miniature games. No. I, like I even a small one, like a crisis protocol or something yeah, or no. ball. Yeah, it doesn't really work here. This is, this is really something you're going to want something you can sit down and sit down, relax a bit. You want yeah. something board game ish. And you don't want something that like you're too, I, I think it's better for an event like this to have a game where there's multiple people at it. Yeah. And so, you know, like... It's more than a two-player game. You right. want something that's four or five people, six yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Um, more social. Exactly. Without being a party game. I'm, I'm right. also not without, sure party games is the right side to go either. Yeah, without being a party game and without being too difficult. Right. That way, you know, it's simple enough if you have some new players, you can learn and pick it up especially if they're not even big board gaming people, um, and then, you know, run and go. And I'll admit, while we had a lot of gamers there, I think, like, Luna was, your wife Luna was probably one of one of the people I am most happy to have seen show up. Yeah. Because they aren't, She's not your like, hardcore, gamer. No. hardcore gamer. Exactly. Like, it's cool to get gamers out. Yeah. But to be able to get, my wife and I talk about this a lot. Right, because she came into a relationship with me not being a gamer and has really evolved right. into liking games. Yeah, and kind of it blew her mind how big the gaming world was, board games and everything else. Yeah. So now she knows, and she's—I mean, anybody that's listened to the podcast knows. You listen to Mrs. Gamers Lounge, right? There's, mm -hmm. there's a whole. She's talked a lot about how to get your spouse into the game. Things look intimidating. How do you introduce it? How do yeah. you, right? Um, and this was another good way to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. It, so, it, see, I really shouldn't have had you. I should have had her talk about this. Well, that's true. <laughs> she would have been perfect for this. She should have come along. She's doing finance homework right now. Yeah. Fun times. So, finance homework. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Any last thoughts? Yeah, I think people should. I, people are going to listen to this and be like, well, you know, you guys made it sound easy. It's harder than whatever. But I think the, the key here is to uh, make it, turn it into a couple steps, write it down, 
put tick mark tick boxes next to it so you can just check it off and be like step one make a facebook group step two or like you know event yeah, group invite couples. invite couples step three Add find a gamers. venue right <laughs> well, yeah exactly uh, step two find a venue <laughs> right step two find the venue right talk to venue get the okay then right. proceed then right proceed. but just break it down to a few steps and check it off like that it'll make it easy for you yeah it's i that's a really good perspective because I actually feel like I probably – I would have said I made it sound more complicated than it actually needs to be. So I think that goes a long way to – if people are out there going, oh, that, you make it sound so easy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Trust me, I probably overcomplicated it. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, write down – like yeah. this is like a five-step thing. Like literally you can be done in five steps. Right. It is not more than that. And then just pick that. the game. Yeah. And and I've just – like we've given you two suggestions there. You got, got some train stuff near you. Right. Ticket to ride. Exactly. And uh, in the train station. Yep. Right, or a train trip. If you got vineyards near you, viticulture. Yeah. In the vineyard. Exactly. Um, I'm sure we can come up with some other, you know, rest, oh, restaurant mogul or something. Yeah, like that. I, there but, uh, are plenty of themed games out there too that you could definitely, definitely do. T- and take ones you enjoy. Yeah, for like, sure. I wouldn't be doing Taco Takeover at Taco Bell. I, yeah, you know, I'm not, sure there's not a brewery, quite where you want to go. <laughs> I'm sure there's a beer brewing game that you can go do at a brewery. I'd be amazed if there's not. There's got to be. And if someone hasn't created that yet, well, that. <laughs> 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 So, cool. Derek, thank you very much. Anytime. Anything you want to say to the listener? I'll be back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> A bold claim, sir. <laughs>